This episode of Think Spiritual has been a real struggle for me to produce. The audio hasn't been a problem, but I've had a few successful attempts at YouTube videos by now, and I'd like to continue that trend, but unfortunately my equipment and the environment haven't been cooperating at all, and I believe this is attempt number 16 at this video. But maybe that's okay. Maybe I needed to wait for this time and add in this new introduction for this episode, because I have to admit that I had my own struggles with temptation today, and that was to give in to despair. I found out today that an acquaintance of mine was recently physically attacked by some transient drug addicts. There was quite the write-up and blow-up on Facebook about this act and the overall problem with homelessness and crime in the city that I live in, and I have to admit that I got caught up in it as well. It's a really difficult problem without any particularly good solutions. I'm trying to figure out where the line between compassion for marginalized people in pain and, si and safety for law-abiding tax-paying citizens is. Filling up our prisons with drug addicts will do nothing, but there has to be boundaries set as well. I have my opinions as to what some of those boundaries could be, but that is not the point of this Hero's Journey episode of Think Spiritual. The point is to not give in to temptation. The point is to not abandon the journey. The point is that no matter what happens around me, I have to keep moving forward. I have to keep doing what I can do and not despair about what I can't do. As I continue to move forward, as I continue to encourage others to be their own hero, I can only hope that others will also take up the battle cry of change yourself, change your world. And perhaps at least one of those others will be the person with solutions to problems that I don't know how to fix. I know how to fix myself. I know how to encourage others. I know which way I'm going, and I'm going to go that way whether anyone joins me or not. So welcome to step eight of Joseph Campbell's Hero's Journey that I am simply entitling Temptation. Hello, spiritual seekers, and welcome to yet another Hero's Journey episode of Think Spiritual Podcasts. As always, I'm your host, Mark. As I said in the opening, I have titled this eighth step of the hero's journey, Temptation. Now, the proper title for this stage of the hero's journey is actually Woman as Temptress, but even I'm going to acquiesce and admit that this is terribly outdated terminology. Now, normally I wouldn't particularly care if the title offends someone, but people jump to conclusions and make assumptions so quickly these days that I'm going to handhold them a bit here and walk them through the fact that, yes, women were often portrayed as symbols of temptation in many ancient stories. This was particularly notable in stories of King Arthur and his knights. The knight would be off on a quest, and it wasn't rare that some fair maiden would batter eyelashes at him, and he would lose his head both figuratively and literally. Now, that's an oversimplification of any one of the stories, but the point is that women were a representation of the desires of the body to pull the adventurer away from his spiritual quest. Even the Buddha was tempted with carnal pleasures as he sat under the Bodhi tree. Now, Joseph Campbell considered women to be the goddess incarnate, so how could they also be the temptress? Well, this is another common theme in stories, the divine and the trickster being two faces of the same being. However, I am not going to explore that avenue of mythology today. It does seem to me that in our modern age that women are as often the daring adventurers as men, and perhaps they are able to be pulled away from their quest by lesbian lovers, but I also believe that the temptations we face in our modern age are more numerous, more subtle, and more insidious. 
I feel I'm also not overstepping by declaring that I believe that due to the continued demand for workplace equality in a free market society, that women have become just as lost as men tend to be. Now, you can be mad at me about that statement if you want to be, but it's really my way of treating women and men completely equal throughout the narrative of this Hero's Journey series. In other words, I'm making no differentiation between the hero and the heroine. So this temptation stage of the hero's journey is going to be very similar to refusal of the call in some ways, though your reasons for refusing to move forward are kind of going to be the opposite of the reasons for not starting the adventure. Is that a little cryptic? Uh, sorry about that. Uh, perhaps I'm avoiding telling you the real reason why you're here, the real reason that you began this quest at all. The real reason you have to accept and understand before you can take the next step in becoming a fully actualized hero. At this temptation stage of the hero's journey, you have to face yourself. Now that may sound really cliche, but it's quite accurate overall. The call to adventure and taking up the quest of the hero's journey was very much about finding out who and what you really are. The belly of the whale and road of trial stages furthered your becoming who and what you really are. And now, at the temptation stage, you will absolutely face everything about yourself, and especially the parts of yourself that you don't like. This temptation stage of the hero's journey is what I call a roadblock stage. Refusal of the call, belly of the whale, temptation, and the upcoming refusal of return, these are all roadblocks to the hero's journey because they're stages where you could possibly become stuck. To put it as directly as possible, the temptation stage is where you must face yourself and ultimately stop blaming others for how your life has turned out. Let me emphasize this point with a graphic that I saw posted to a Facebook page a few months ago. It says, They kill when they can heal. They destroy when they can build. They pollute their planet when they can keep it clean. They kill dreams when they can create them. Now, when I saw this graphic, I suggested in the comments that this image and these words were disempowering and ultimately of really no help whatsoever. One thing I've always wanted Think Spiritual to be is a resource for solutions to the world's problems, and I don't want to just endlessly talk about the problems, and I definitely don't want to add to the problems. This graphic and the words on it are the epitome of the temptation stage of the hero's journey. Is the graphic true? Well, yes, it's true, but truth isn't enough. While it's very important to know the truth of the situations in the world today, once you know the truth, what then? Are you going to abandon your hero's journey and go fight someone else's war? Are you going to endlessly point your finger and keep blaming society for your helplessness? Don't we see this happening all the time in Western society today? Didn't I just talk about my own struggle with it? I consider myself to be a fairly awakened and aware individual, and even I get mired down and feel helpless from time to time. I wanted to blame someone and get somebody else to fix the problem simply because I didn't know what to do about it. And this is why our society gets roadblocked at the temptation stage of the hero's journey, because groups and individuals are wanting to blame society and all their problems, and they want someone else to fix it for them. And to top it off, this same temptation persists in our personal lives as well. Are you going to continually point fingers at the people in hard times from your past and cast never-ending blame upon them for the way your life has turned out? 
What good is ever going to come out of that action? It won't do anything for you. This is the point in the hero's journey where you absolutely have to stop laying blame and you have to start taking responsibility. And I mean stop laying blame entirely. Stop laying it upon others and especially stop laying it upon yourself. Don't cast blame for your past actions. Take responsibility and own those past actions. Say, yes, I did that. Or yes, that happened. Accept it, own it, move on from it. But maybe you still want to point fingers. Maybe you're entitled to some time to finger point. Maybe you're crying right now and saying, but Mark, I had this happen and this happen and this happen and this happen. And those people hurt me and my life was awful. I really empathize. I, I get it. But I have to ask you, what are you going to do about it? Your life was awful. That's past tense. Are you going to allow those past events to control the entire rest of your existence? I don't care if you're 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, or on your deathbed at this very moment. Are you going to allow a particular time of your life to control what's left of your life? Are you going to allow one absolutely awful hour or even 20 awful years of your life to control the next 70 years of your life? Because that is the temptation of this life, to let our past control everything we do in the future and to refuse to acknowledge that at some point we have to be accountable for our own actions that led up to or led us away from those terrible times in our life. We can't control the crazy dips and turns of the roller coaster ride that life sometimes seems like it is, but we absolutely can control how we act and react and recover from the chaos. Now, one thing I want to specify here is that I am not talking about forgiving people or things or events. Taking responsibility and forgiveness are really two entirely different processes. And my opinion is that if you don't want to forgive someone or something, then you bloody well don't have to. Now, my caveat there to that statement is that forgiveness is ultimately for your best benefit in the long run. And I do mean it's for your benefit. It's absolutely not for the person or thing that requires forgiveness. Now, as I've been saying, the temptation stage is really about blaming others, including governments and politicians and other public figures, and avoiding taking a good hard look at yourself and realizing that you're not so perfect either. Pointing fingers and laying blame is easy. It's lazy, and it prevents you from doing the hard and sometimes unpleasant work of directly facing yourself with all of your flaws intact and then owning those flaws and then further working to transform those flaws into qualities you can use to make your life better. And it's extremely important that you begin that transformation process because you don't want to slip into the other side of temptation and start endlessly blaming yourself for all your problems either. Yes, this temptation stage is a bit of a knife's edge to walk. Let's further emphasize this stage of temptation with a few Metallica songs, the Unforgiven series of songs to be specific. There's The Unforgiven, The Unforgiven 2, and The Unforgiven 3, and these essentially follow a man from birth to death through what I assume to be bitter middle age, and maybe he is on his deathbed. The Unforgiven blames the life and the family the man was born into. He feels he was never free, never me. The Unforgiven 2 blames the relationship that the man found himself in later in life. He asks the question, or are you unforgiven too? And in The Unforgiven 3, the man finally blames himself for his entire existence. How can I blame you when it's me I can't forgive? Believe me, I've been in this exact place in my life. I blame my church upbringing for ruining my early life. I blame my ex-wife for ruining my 20s and early 30s. And finally, I blame myself for everything and feeling like I had ruined my own existence. 
These stages of blaming were normal and somewhat necessary, but it was more important to not let them go, but to own everything that had happened and had been done to me and everything that I had done. I had to face it all. I had to accept it for what it was and the way it was. If I had followed the path of temptation and continued to blame my past and myself, I would not be sitting here talking to you today. I know that it's not easy to move past things. It takes time and it can be really painful. But I want to show you today that a little bit of a perspective twist can help you along the way. Let's go back to the graphic that I showed you earlier and let's remove the they's from it and replace it with I. Now you're finally looking at it the right way, but it's too negative now. Remember, we don't want to be blaming ourselves either. Let's remove the first half of the graphic entirely and whoa, okay, now we've got something that can really change the world. I can heal. I can build. I can keep the earth clean. I can make dreams reality. I can, I can, I can, I can. Because you can. Because you are the hero. And the hero always can. Yes, now, my dear hero, you are absolutely ready to take your place in the pages of history because you are ready for your atonement with the Father. Ah, but that, dear listeners, will have to wait for the next Hero's Journey episode of Think Spiritual Podcasts. Thank you very much for listening today. Please like, share, comment, subscribe, and provide an iTunes review if you've enjoyed this or other Think Spiritual episodes. I have been your host, Mark. This has been Step 8, the temptation stage of Joseph Campbell's hero's journey. And I know that if you stop blaming your past, your society, and yourself for the troubles of your life, that you absolutely will move past them and cause the change in yourself that will ultimately change your world. I will see you on the next episode of Think Spiritual Podcasts.